Hello and welcome to episode 144 of the Early SV session. It's me, your host, Matthew Roberts. Today we're going to conclude our study of the Come Follow Me uh, materials for this week. Of course, we're in the week October the 14th to October the 27th, found in Philippians and Colossians, uh, which is entitled, I Can Do All Things in Christ, Which Strengtheneth Me. And we're looking at the final section in the individual study, which is Disciples of Jesus Christ Become New as They Live His Gospel. So there is a very um, familiar teaching here by Paul to the Colossians in chapter 3. He is talking about um, the um, life that we have as, a, as the old man in sin uh, and how we need to put on the new man, uh, which is uh, the man which we become, become as we start to follow the Saviour, or woman, of course. Uh, and so we find here that in the verses preceding verse 9, uh, particularly from verse kind of 5, we see some elements or attributes or characteristics of the old man. Uh, I'll just read some of this from uh, verses 5 to 6 and 8, which says, Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanliness, inordinate affection, evil con concup is con uh, sorry, concupiscence, sorry, concupiscence and covetousness, which is idolatry. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh upon the children of disobedience. But now ye also put off all these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Uh, apologies uh, for that word in the middle there. I had to practice saying it uh, before I recorded, uh, but it did, it did trip me up. Interestingly, um, concupiscence um, basically means um, sexual immorality. So... You know, inordinate affection and evil concupiscence are both referring to um, kind of immoral um, thoughts or acts that, you, that may be uh, carried out. However, after listing uh, a number of things uh, which were just read in those verses, Paul then talks about how we should move on from this old man to this new man. In verses 9 and 10 in, in Colossians chapter 3, he says, Lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds. And have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. Now, I think that first of all, it's interesting and important to point out that when we become this new person, we are in the image of him that created this new person, which basically means in the image of the saviour. Uh, and that is the point that, you know, in our acts and our characteristics and attributes, we should start to try and be like the saviour. Charles W. Penrose uh, said this, quote, those who believe and repent must be taken down into the water and be buried from their old lives and must put off the old man with his deeds, must be buried in the likeness of Christ's burial and be raised up again in the likeness of Christ's resurrection. Then when they come forth from the water, if they have believed, repented and been baptized by a man sent of God to baptize, then though their sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. They are cleansed, they, are, they come forth to a new birth and are born of water, and every time they partake of the holy sacraments, they witness to God that they will continue in his ways and walk in his paths, that they have put on Christ, and that they will remember him to keep his commandments in all things. Close quote. Um, we know of this process. We've talked about this a few times before now uh, in these verses, that through Christ we become a new creature, a new person, a new, a new person, or a new man or a woman, uh, that we are then able because of our faith, to be able to move forward and, and make those changes in our lives. 
because of the grace that then is able to, to kind of permeate our lives and help us to become better. Uh, we then see this list from kind of verses 10 to 17 uh, of different things which will start to come to happen in us as we become this new man. And obviously, um, you know, I'm not going to read the whole verses from 10 to 17. Uh, you can read that in your, in your own time. But uh, there is a number of things here, such as mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, being forgiving, charity, being grateful or thankful, and doing all things in the name of Jesus. There's just a few of the things that I picked out for, for myself. Um, it's interesting that it says in verse 14, and above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. Now, we've seen this phrase above all about charity being basically the greatest Christ-like attributes in the lists that are given, that above all, charity is, is a very important thing to have. And this phrase, this bond of perfectness, again, implies the, the uh, necessity of this charity which we should have. Uh, sister, in an October 2011 general conference in a talk called Charity Never Faileth, uh, Sister Sylvia H. Allred said this, quote, in, review, in reviewing Paul's previous description of charity, we learn that charity is not a single act or something we give away, but a state of being, a state of the heart, kind feelings that engender loving actions. Mormon also teaches that charity is bestowed upon the Lord's true disciples and that charity purifies those who have it. In addition, we learn that charity is a divine gift which we must seek and pray for. We need to have charity in our hearts in order to inherit the celestial kingdom. Close quote. I love that, that charity, it's not just a case of doing the odd service project here or there, or doing something. It's a state of being. Now, it's certainly something which I have seen uh, develop in myself, I guess, particularly over my, the years of my mission, but it's also something that I still need to work on. And I imagine that many of us will, will feel that we can work a bit more on the charity which we have for others. Um, and then, of course, toward the end, we read in verse 17, And whatsoever ye do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. This is similar to the, uh, I feel, to the message that Elder Jeffrey R. Holland gave of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles in the previous conference, that everything we do, everything that we set out to do and try and achieve, must be centred on and around and in the Saviour Jesus Christ. Without him as the sole focus of what we do, then it won't have any power, it won't move forward, and it won't be as um, effective uh, in bringing the spirits to, to the situation if we don't involve and have him as the centre of what we do. Um, George Q. Cannon uh, said this, quote, Now, my brethren and sisters, I look upon these conferences and these assemblages as having for their objects the enforcement of these great truths upon us. Uh, and upon our attention. The object of them, as I understand them, is to make us Latter-day Saints not in name alone, but in word and deed, to be men and women of, women of God, to place us in communion with God, to receive communication from him, to have our false tradition, our improper ideas, our unbelief, our hardness of heart, and those feelings that surround us that grow up with us, to have them removed from us. Is there any reason why this should not be the case? No reason except that which we may find in ourselves. There is no reason outside of this, close quote. Everything we do, everything we um, learn or study or listen to or try and achieve in and out of the church, if it's not centred on the Saviour, then it will not have the greatest blessing of entering and uplifting our lives. The things that we choose to do uh, in our own time will then determine how much we, we, we gather from that spirit. Um, 
And I think that that is a really good underlining principle as we look at moving from this old personage to moving a new personage to be to be renewed and, and, and born again in Christ. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've learned something from it. If there's anything that you've uh, enjoyed from today's session, please share it at MattSRoberts90 on Twitter or email session at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you uh, until we meet again.